You're a product of the people that you spend your time with. And the choice of people is such a critical component of how we get to where we want to get in our life. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So I come from a, a background of do-it-yourselfers. It's like there's a badge of honor in um, and always has been in my, my familiar history of, you know, you can do it, you can do it yourself, just don't, you don't need anyone else to help you, um, you know, be, be um, independent, be self-reliant, and um, there's a, a saying in, in New Zealand where I hail from is uh, uh, a reference to number eight wire, in other words, everything can be fixed with number eight wire. Um, some nations like US and Australia have its uh, anything can be fixed with duct tape you know it's like no matter what you can do it you can patch it up and you can fix it well that's a, a, a fairly limited notion when it comes to getting big things done uh, and as you look around you realize that every single person is different every single person has their upsides and downsides their their um, pullbacks and their and their brilliant points, and so when it comes to getting stuff done, then then wouldn't it be useful to recognise that difference and exploit that difference and play for that difference? Uh, now within difference, of course, is there's, there's two sides to it because if a person's different from you, then there's going to be points of disagreement. Uh, there will also be points of agreement in the areas of similarity and sameness. But the points of difference are the ones that often we have pullback uh, against so that we don't go there, we don't engage ourselves with people who are different. And that is a self-preservation thing. We're, we're actually looking after our own self in that context and not wanting to be put into an awkward situation where we maybe have our... Um, vulnerabilities and our differences and maybe our shadow is um, is exploited or, or is shown uh, shown to be for what it is so the the point on this is that we we're sort of in a, in a bit of a catch-22 because we we do need others we need others to do certain things regardless of how much we think we're independent um, and we are interdependent with with others uh, and at the same time uh, we have a um, a drive towards connection with people. People do have a societal um, part of us that, that that wants to get together, needs to get together. So there's a um, a push pull that takes place there. So we're we're limited when we're by ourselves, and we're enhanced when we're with others. So given that we do. Uh, need each other and then in fact you know if we start to look at it from a more metaphysical viewpoint we are each other we're all part of each other and we are interdependent um, and if you've taken the time to observe the um, the relationship that you have with other people 
uh, beyond the physical, beyond the uh, the geographical, you know, that you you think of things and they think of things at the same time, or you think of them and they call you and so forth. There's a there's a connection there, and so within the innate model, we we know that there's nothing missing. You know, it's all there, and that we have um, because the artifact of our brain is it's it's we have a polarized position on things, and so. We have this identity of who we are and what and what's right and what's wrong and how the things should be, and what others should be doing as well, and that's not necessarily another person's viewpoint. So you know, if if I can if I can do X really well, then um, who can do the Y? Who can do um, a part that I'm not particularly good at doing, or maybe have no interest in doing? And so, you know, I can do, say, quadrant one really well. Uh, who can do quadrant two? And that's really where we start to, to, to get traction. Because if uh, the quadrant one part that I can do really well is expressive and, and big picture thinking and future orientation, um, then, and, and, you know, the two part is not my thing. You know, it's not, it's, I, I, I couldn't think of anything worse than sitting down for a whole day chasing around a bunch of figures on a, on a bit of paper or on a computer um, just to find a, you know, a 10 cent difference um, in, um, in a balance sheet. You know, it's not, that's not what I'm made of. And yet I know they've got that part in me, but I, I really appreciate the person who has that part and the therein is is the um, in that complementary opposite is the uh, Achilles heel for me because uh, I would see that that person tends to be a nitpicker or tends to you know be pedantic or see you know, have these sorts of labels for that person because they are so intent on the mastery and the artistry of, of uh, doing their details and referencing the past in in such a, a beautiful way that that which they do and so. That becomes the, the, the challenge um, in looking uh, or working with that person who occupies that, that, that different space. So when it comes then to um, your, your group, your, say your team, um, your uh, business setting, um, a, a, a collective of any sort, and you're looking to enhance it, then it's about doing a gaps analysis on your on the existing group. So you look at where are your gaps? Where where do you not have those those people that can really move the needle and really move you forward? And it's it's really in most groups it's quite common because uh, or quite obvious because the um, the group has got together for a certain purpose. Say for example you're a support group, you know, and you and, and everyone who joins a support group likes to support people and likes to help people and connect with people and, and so forth. And the the energy is very much about um, individuals and making sure they're all part of the group and um, it's it's quite an inward looking, kinesthetically driven uh, organization. And if you look at the group, there's um, that becomes the archetype of the old tracks. So possibly the quadrant threes and maybe some quadrant two. So the quadrant four part is going to be missing in all probability, and that's why you typically see uh, a support group not really kicking it out of the park on a financial level or uh, making a big. Um, 
uh, mark on society in, in terms of political level because the, it's not the nature of, of people in support groups. So it's, it's about looking at where your um, gaps are within, the, within your group and how can you then hire or take on board or recruit uh, someone who has a very, very different uh, viewpoint, which would be in this case a quadrant four style, um, which wants to t break things apart, reinvent them, do things different, um, <clears throat> kick it out of the park, you know, be be bold, be brave, be out there. And every every bone in the current three parts body starts to shiver when when they hear that sort of a talk or see that sort of proposal. That that's exactly what um, would take that organisation to the next level. So you know, being um, being aware of the nature of the group, and say it could be a, a group of entrepreneurs, you know, and and there's all this huge big ideas and big. Um, big picture thinking and redeveloping and re reinventing and and people are being challenged and um, they're they're uh, all pushing their own agenda and when you look at that group and say well you know what there's uh, we do a gaps analysis and we find that there's very little either organisation in the group or um, connection and, and camaraderie camaraderie so um, from a from a supportive nature so you know the the pastoral um, and the fiduciary would be uh, possibly people that you'd be taking on board, people who look after that quadrant three part or quadrant two part, because it brings some humanity back into um, what would other, otherwise possibly be a, a very um, um, individual-driven, um, um, capitalistic sort of opportunistic style of, uh, of organization. So, you know, that way that organization gets richer and, and it, gets, um, uh, it gets more sustainable if it's got uh, some balance in there with, that, with, with those other, other quadrants that bring their amazingness to it. So got the idea it can happen from any area. So look at your organization um, and look at where you're missing out, where, where the gaps are in terms of um, people and you can use the innate model as a, as a good measure for this one and see put it all on the same grid and you'll see where uh, where your strengths and your weaknesses are, are showing and then uh, manage the the weaknesses by bringing in those who have strengths in that area and by doing that then you're allowing yourself the opportunity to um, have a greater insight greater perspective uh, and a, and a, a much more effective organization now the the um, the aspect of this that's important though is to make sure you have tolerance for and appreciation of the uh, differences and within any organization it's just a, a, a relationship you know a romantic relationship it's about appreciating the differences and knowing that those differences are what allows that organization or that relationship to to go forward with uh, with power and with strength because there's there's um, a unity in that in that difference and know that you all have all parts anyway that everyone has has everything we need um, or everything that's available and uh, we've chosen to shine the light on certain parts to the detriment of others and so know that when, as soon as you bring another person into that that scenario um, with a, a, 
an area that you don't have any light on within you, they're going to shine some of that light on you and it's going to bring up within you some of the things that you do have um, perceived to be missing or some of the things that you don't particularly uh, like or use. And so that's where friction lies in relationships as well. So that's the beauty of it though, knowing that um, you can then be for grateful for that other person in the relationship. You can then choose your your people appropriately, and you know you don't have to do it all yourself. It's you don't have to be um, a number eight wire or, or a duct tape person and attend to everything. You can choose your who's, and together you'll make a far more harmonious and productive organisation. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.